What's up guys, in today's episode, I'm gonna break down why the IRS does not care about your LLC unless you're sitting at the adult table. Building wealth has a lot more twists and turns when you're a business owner. Welcome to the Money Savvy CEO Podcast where we talk about entrepreneurship, money, taxes, and investing. I'm your host, Jen Druby, the hair-obsessed serial entrepreneur, tax specialist, and financial coach. Now let's jump right on in. So before I break down why the IRS does not care about your LLC, unless you're sitting at the adult table, I first want to make sure we're all on the same page. So the IRS stands for the Internal Revenue Service. It's an agency of the federal government. And if you've ever been on the phone with one of these people, with one of the agents, they are not warm and fuzzy people. They are rather cold. And it actually helps me remember what their duty is by thinking of ice because they're ice cold. So they are mainly collecting three main taxes and it's ICE. So the acronym will help you remember. It's individual income tax, I, C, corporate taxes, and the E for employment taxes. So that will help you remember what they are doing, what their purpose is. And then I wanna make sure we're all on the same page with an LLC. It's a limited liability company and this separates the business owner from the business so that it's a separate entity and if you are ever sued or have debts then legally no one can come after you for your personal assets so it's limiting the liability of the owner so that's to get us all on the same page so When I say that the IRS does not care about your LLC, that really means that the the IRS looks at an LLC just like a sole proprietor. Now, a sole proprietor is someone, it's, it's actually the default way of doing business. If you're in business, then you are a sole proprietor. And remember, the IRS is only interested in collect, collecting taxes. So from the IRS's perspective, an LLC, the default LLC, taxes are collected the exact same way as a sole proprietor. The only way that the IRS will look at you any differently is if you request to be taxed a different way. And that's one of the benefits of an LLC because they offer flexibility in how you are taxed. But unless you elect to be taxed other than the default way, then again, you are considered just like a sole proprietor. And for tax purposes, when you are the default LLC, the IRS actually calls you a disregarded entity. Now, if that's not saying they don't care about you, (laughs) I don't know what other term you need to hear it in because that means they don't care. It's disregarded entity. So when I say they don't care about you unless you're sitting at the adult table, the way I like to give an analogy of how this works is I think of growing up, you have Thanksgiving where you really have three sets of places where you can eat dinner. So you have some people who are eating on the couch with a plate, and then you have the little kids table, and then you have the adult table. So in this analogy, the person sitting on the couch is a sole proprietor. They're eating food out of a plate, and if any food falls on the floor, it's their responsibility to clean it up. That's their full responsibility. That means they're not protected. So 
they are responsible for that. Now, if you go to the little kids table, oh, wait a minute, before I go on to the little kids table. So in this person's um, plate, all of the food is on one single plate and the IRS is gonna collect taxes on everything that's on that plate as far as income taxes, individual income taxes, and employment taxes. So again, they're gonna tax that person that's sitting on the couch the full amount that's on that plate. And if anything, if any food drops on the floor, the person is responsible for the damages, okay? So that's the person sitting on the couch, eating from a plate. Then we're gonna move over to the little kids table. And this is your default LLC. Because now that you're at a table, if anything, if any food falls off of the plate, you're protected. It's not landing on the floor and it's not your responsibility to clean it up. So that's that limited liability protection. Now, all of your food is still on one plate. So the IRS is going to collect individual income tax and employment tax off of that plate. So that is why the IRS considers you a disregarded entity because they don't care about the mess on the floor. They just care about collecting the taxes on that plate. So in their eyes, you're just like the person that's sitting at the couch. And if the food falls, they don't care about food falling on the floor. They just care about the plate and how much is on the plate and how much they're going to collect in taxes. So remember, your LLC is at the state level. So whatever falls on the floor, you're going to, that's a state issue. And that's where the protection comes from with that limited liability. So the only way you can get to the adult table is if you ask the IRS if you can sit at the table. And they're gonna ask you, okay, which adult table do you wanna sit at? You can sit at the S table or you can sit at the C table. And that is the um, S Corp or the C Corp. So as an LLC, you have the flexibility to be taxed as either one. So if you tell the IRS, yes, I wanna be taxed as an S Corp, I wanna go to the S table. So when you sit at this S table, what happens is now, instead of having one plate with all of your food on it, you now have a dinner plate and then you have a dessert plate. Now I like to think of the, uh, the dinner plate as your salary. This is how much money you're getting. And that salary is gonna be taxed at the individual income tax level and the employment tax. So that's what they're collecting. That's what the IRS is collecting off of that particular plate. But then you have the dessert plate, totally separate plate, and the IRS is only gonna collect the individual income tax on that plate. They don't even tax employment on this one. So this is what we call dividends. And then on the dinner plate, that's your salary and employment tax. So that's the reason why so many people elect to be taxed as an escort because that dessert plate is only taxed once. Um, now, let's say if you told the IRS that you want to be taxed as a C-Corp. Now, if you wanna say, yeah, I wanna go to the C-table, what happens is you now have two separate plates. Again, you have that dinner plate and the dessert plate, actually, it stays in the business and the business is taxed on that. So there's that, that C in ICE. So you have the individual income tax and then you have the employment tax on your salary 
And then that dessert plate is being taxed at the corporate. So that they're collecting corporate taxes on that plate and there is no dividend. So with that, um, you may be thinking, okay, well, why would anyone want to be a C-Corp? Well, <laughs> C-Corps are different from S-Corps because if you want to be traded um, on, the, in the, on the stock market, the S-Corps are limited to 100 shares and you have to be uh, a U.S. resident. So if you want to sell more than uh, 100 shares, then you need a C-Corp. So your big publicly traded companies, they are required to be uh, C-Corps. And they are taxed double because they are, you have that double taxation there. You have the individual income tax and then you have your employment tax on yourself and then the business has to pay a tax. Whereas if you're a sole proprietor or if you are an LLC, a default, or if you're an S-Corp, that's what's called a pass-through entity. So the IRS does not collect corporate taxes. It's only taxed on the business owners. So I hope that helps you understand why the IRS does not care about your LLC unless you are sitting at an adult table. Now, they're still going to collect your taxes, but for, for them, you are a disregarded entity. They do not recognize LLCs, okay? So it's either you're a sole proprietor, you are an S-Corp, or you're a C-Corp and how you're taxed. So what's your homework? So now it's just like, okay, well, I understand. So why wouldn't I? You may be thinking, okay, everyone should be an S-Corp. Well, not necessarily. So when you make that change, when you tell the IRS that you want to be taxed um, as an S-Corp, you want to sit at that S table, then you have to be prepared for more um, expenses. So now you have to worry about putting yourself on payroll if you are an active member in your business and you are a, an active participant. Now you have to have a payroll service and you have to be more diligent with your books and you have to have other forms, other tax forms. So there's more involved, more expenses that come along with being an S-Corp. So sometimes it may not make a difference with the money that you're saving with the other um, expenses that come with being um, taxed and sitting at that S-table. So for you, your homework is to really look at your last tax return and see which table you're sitting at, if a table at all, because you may be on that couch with your plate, <laughs> and, and then talk to a tax professional and let them run the numbers and see if it makes sense for you to um, sit at either a small kid's table or if you're already sitting at the, the kid's table, asking your tax professional if it makes sense for you to sit at a S table or a C table. I hope this has been helpful and I will see you on the next episode. Well, Money Savvy CEOs, that wraps up today's episode. For more information, head over to moneysavvyceo.com backslash podcast for today's show notes and any special offers from today's sponsors. Also, don't forget to like, rate, and subscribe so that you never miss an episode. And if we're not friends on IG, find me at the Money Savvy CEO. So until next time, keep making money and keep it savvy.